get started. So week five, NFL, you know, it, it's been a while since we recorded. Um, I didn't get a week four episode out. I was too lazy. And um, yeah, there, there, was, there was nothing else about it. I was just, I was just too fucking lazy. Um, but it's been a while. It's been two weeks for you. Uh, you just went to a good old Stillwater, Oklahoma. How's the, uh, how's the entire like weekend? It was fucking awesome. It was, I would go back there in a heartbeat and it helps that I met some people that are, would welcome me with open arms. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Like how, I'm assuming that you know, they were just like random people. Right, like you had no idea who they were. Yeah, so I'll take you through my weekend. It's basically show up on Friday, um, probably pretty much around one o'clock too, and I'm just starting to, uh, you know, as I'm taking my Ubers from my hotel to the main strip of the like downtown scene, I'm talking to my Uber drivers, like, hey, where should I go? To, you know, I already had in mind one place I want to go because someone's like, hey, you got to try these, you know, inf- infamous like cheese fries at this one location called Eskimo Joe's. That's I think we talked about before. Um, tried those they have like 15 different variations of like um cheese fries and like i got the not the crazy i mean they get pretty crazy and they can be very basic yeah. i got one with like the cheese fries and um what was it It was peppered candy crusted bacon on top of it okay. um All so right. that was really good um so I started at that bar it literally probably stayed there for about three four hours i probably chatted up with Chat up with one guy first. He was a cop. He was in town for a wedding. He was a nice guy. Talked to he leaves. Talked to a guy to the left of me who's definitely a, a, a townie. I could tell where he's least he's from Oklahoma. Um, <laughs> tar- started talking about him about you know whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, and then like you know while I was I, while I was talking to or before I even talked to the cop, I was pretty much talking to the bartender and every, another guy that was to the left of me. Um, and there's this couple, uh, they were just having a meal and they're at the bar and they were kind of overhearing my conversation of how I pretty much told them, yeah, I'm just here, you know, doing like a little college football trip. You know, I've, I was told to go here and this is one of my first stops or for the first stop, at least first stop this yeah. year. Um, and so they're asking me questions and, you know, they thought the idea was pretty cool. And so um, that couple later left, you know, probably same age as us, like late twenties, near thirties, something like that. Um and uh, so I go to that, stay at that bar for a little bit, uh, buy some merchandise at the connected, you know, uh, store that they have at, with Eskimo Joe's. Uh, go to check, check out these other bars that they recommend. But one was like a straight dive where it's like it's one of those bars where you just walk in and it's just a cloud of smoke that just hits you. Like, <laughs> yeah. like this strip of bars is not like, you know, they have like a strip of like bars for like almost like alumni or non-students. And then they have like another strip for like, you know, the fratty type bars, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I was at the non-fratty bar, but there's still like legit bars at college people and like, you know, alumni and every, everybody in between went to, and that's where yeah. I was. Check that out. Place was like, yeah, I'm not staying here. So I go back to Eskimo Joe's. It's a huge bar. So I, I was downstairs and I checked up the upstairs bar, sat there, started drinking again and started talking to this guy who, seemed like he knew, like he was telling my story and he was telling me how he knew Johnny Manziel and uh, he knew like... That's fucking random. <laughs> no, he, he has like, he's from some connections, like a big, you know, ticket, season ticket holder, big booster or alumni or... Sure. Uh, like he had, you could tell he had money. And so I was talking to him before uh, uh, he, he met up with his friends and we were talking for a good two hours. So, uh, and then I ended up uh, going to this other place 
um, called Stonewall Bar, whatever. Not the name doesn't really matter. But anyways, I was just going in there just because I was checking out, trying to end my night there. And just because it was a nice night, you know, there it was like in Oklahoma at night, it was like 75 degrees, so perfect weather. And they also had like a big back patio slash open area. It was more gravel. Yeah, I was going to ask like how are, like are a lot of the bars like outdoor? Yeah, I mean, they all have outdoor areas. You know, and this one was like, um, you know, it has a big indoor area. Oh, and I went to another bar before that too and, you know, struck up a conversation with, uh, you know, the other bartenders there, you know, got some free drinks, which was nice because uh, they knew I was, I was kind of, you know, when they heard my story that I was just in town for, you know, whatever. So you were like really playing the whole, I'm, I'm oh, a, I'm everyone, a everyone loved talking to me and, you know, hearing my story and, you know, hearing from Virginia. Like, I, I, there's never a moment from Friday to Sunday, well, obviously not Sunday because I left, but Friday and Saturday. Like I w- didn't have a conversation. I wasn't sit- sitting there awkwardly by myself. I was always talking to somebody, whether it's somebody to the left or right of me or the bartender. Um, yeah. And the bartender started talking anyways. So I went to like three different bars on Friday. And then the one I ended at, the Stonewall one, I just walk in, you know, expecting just to hang. I was just going to hang outside and just drink some beer, probably dick around on my phone. And, you know, if I struck up a conversation, great. If not. So as I grab my beer from inside, I'm walking outside and I hear someone go, Hey, Virginia. I'm like, all right, obviously, <laughs> they're obviously calling for me because it's like, and then I yeah. see, and it's just a couple, it's a couple that was kind of overheard my story from the first bar. Um, and, you know, they heard from, I was from Virginia, so that's what they called me. So I sat down with them and I was and pretty much chilled with them and their group for the rest of the night. So it just worked out perfectly. Nice. Um, wake up, uh, wake up Saturday, probably later than I wanted to. I woke up, I didn't get out of, or didn't leave until like 11 p.m. Not really as hungover as I thought it was going to be. Uh, I think maybe I just slept it off because I drank a lot. Like I'm, I looked at my credit card bill and when I got home, I easily spent like two hundred dollars <throat> easily bro. on just alcohol. wait. But it's it should be fairly cheap, right, in Oklahoma? Well, this wasn't like really the fratty slash member. This was oh, like, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Not so, that they're expensive. Like each drink was like three, four bucks. Okay, so still like cheaper than like like you know back home bar. in Virginia yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, but you know, I was there till from two thirty to one thirty or two, whatever. Damn. So it adds up, right? Um. So yeah, so I end up at Stonewall. I mean, that's where my tipping point was, where I'm like, all right, I was gone, and I was, you know. Um, at that point, up, you weren't buying drinks for yourself either. Like you probably were yeah. buying drinks. Like with actually, the oh, I, I did for the cu- that the couple. I did. Like we were we, yeah. we went inside. We later went inside to play pool. We went to another place to play pool. I think too, or I forget. It was kind of blurry at the end. Um, <laughs> but Classic. and then I ended up at that leaving my my merchandise, the two shirts I bought on during Friday at the uh, bar. Honestly. At the bar, I was like so pissed off because they were really two nice shirts, and it was like seventy dollars, so just seventy dollars down the drain, just like that. Um, wake up, you know, Saturday, um, get to the, you know, pretty much the same strip as, uh, the day before walking around, they have no, there's no open container laws. So it's like everyone who has a shop or merchandise store or a bar, uh, if you don't want to go into the bar, they have like a little kiosk, if you will, or a little setup, like little, you know, cart that you can just buy beer off of them for like three, four bucks and just walk around. So that's what I did. I just had a beer in my hand and walk around the campus, taking photos, uh, you know, just kind of being a tourist, if you will, or doing tourism, touristy kind of things. Um, you know, it comes around 12 o'clock when I kind of make my way back to the strip thing. I was all right, I'll just, game's at 2.30 central time. So I'm like, all right, I got two, two and a half hours to kill. And I'll just go into a bar and just chill and stuff like yeah. that. And I, I pass by uh, the merchandise store from the outside 
uh, or a, a different merchandise store down the road. Um, and I shook up a conversation with the guy. I could tell he was the owner just because he's always taking photos and trying to get people to come into the store or buy his beer on the outside. And as I was talking to him and how I was, I was like, yeah, I'm just doing this little trip. I'm by myself. I really have no plans. I'm just kind of winging it. Um, yeah, he, 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 I could tell before he started talking to him, he had this like his store. And then on the very top was his private deck slash, you know, bar upstairs where everyone I could, t- it was kind of like a big Mardi Gras-ish type of party. If you yeah, will. yeah. I, I see. I saw your Instagram or your Snapchat stuff. Yeah. Like, so like, just imagine people hanging over kind of like a gate wall and just kind yeah. of looking over people on the sidewalk watching and everyone's got, you know, uh, you know, beer in their hands. And as I was talking to him, he was a real nice guy. And it was the same store I bought merchandise from actually. I bought a, actually, I bought a shirt that morning so I could actually like look, look, uh, look the part, um, you know, wearing an Oklahoma State shirt with a BT hat. So that's why it was easy for people to be like, hey, you're not from around here, are you? Um, so I was talking to him and then just, he goes like, just casually, he's like, hey dude, you just want to go upstairs on my, on my deck and chill out and just like, you know, party with them. <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course, yeah, of course sure. I do. Why, why, why the fuck so they not? had a bunch of good tailgating food up there. They had two TVs having like all the other games going on. Um, you know, of course, Oklahoma, Oklahoma game was going on on their TV and met all the people up there. Super nice. They, you know, I bought his beer. The least I could do is buy his beer. Uh, for yeah, I mean, that's the there. very least that you could do. <laughs> yeah. And so it just worked out where it's like we chilled. I chilled there for all, all the way up until the game, walked over to the game. Uh, game was really fun. Good seats. Go to my seat thinking I'm just going to sit on these bleachers S type seats with no back. And, um, you know, the couple or the little family of four next to me, uh, she goes, Oh, yeah, I have two extra. Uh, I, I'm a student ticket holder, but these two seats are open. Do you want to sit in these seats? And the, they're the seats that have like the little back backs to them so you can actually lean up. Yeah. They're not always hunching over the whole time. So that worked out again for me. Like I had a free, like kind of like a you know seat that you'd have to pay for, be a season ticket holder, and pay like fifty dollars sure. per game. Uh, so I had had that set by myself, and you know, struck up a conversation with them, but just mainly watching the game. You could buy one. It's one of the stadiums uh, that they sell beer uh, for college sure. football. So That's that clutch. Nice. That's definitely clutch. Yeah, trust me. In all my searches of where I want to go, like one of the very pathetic minimums is like, do they sell beer in the stadium? At the, yeah, um, I mean, if you're gonna go by yourself, right? Like, yeah, like it's it's one thing if you're like you know going with a group of friends, you guys are tailgating, you know, you might try to sneak in something like we more often than not do, like when we go back and watch like some of text games. But yeah, it would definitely be like a you know going by yourself, t- you know, you're from out of town, don't really know anyone there. I feel like that would be that would be pretty high up on my list as well. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. looking back at it, I could have easily snuck in, you know, a flask or anything because there's really no metal detector. Sure. Honestly, the, the, some of these college stadiums, you could, you know, blow blow up with a bomb. It's, that's such a horrible thing to say, but there's no metal detectors. They just scan your ticket and you just go in. That's yeah. it. I mean, I mean, if someone wanted to really hurt somebody in some of these states, they easily could. It's amazing how there's no security with you know in areas where there's tens of thousands of people there. Um, but yeah, so go to the game, leave the game, go back up to his deck. He, uh, I asked him, I was like, Hey, you guys usually like kind of party or hang out after the game. He's like, yeah, just come back. And, um, you know, we'll be here. So I do that for a couple hours after the game. And then, um, then I go, I mean, did you to... even make it back to your hotel to watch the tech game or did you? Just yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I went back to Eskimo <laughs> Joe's to watch the game. Of course they didn't have ESPN, AACC on ESPN channel. So I was stuck watching on my phone and watching some other game. I was kind of pissed off. Um, so, I mean, no matter what I, where I would have gone, I, I couldn't have seen it in that area. Yeah, no, no shot. But, yeah. yeah. I, mean, so, yeah I, mean, I mean, if it was like Oklahoma. an ACC school, like if I was in like Florida, in a Florida state town, they probably have the game on just because it's ACC, no matter what. Yeah. 
I mean, like, but, and your closest thing would have been what, like Notre Dame, but like that thing too, like they everything plays on NBC for them anyway. Yeah, so it, it just worked. It sucked. That's the only part that sucked about it. Just you know, we all we all saw it was an awesome game that it turned out to be, and yeah. Um, but so yeah, so so ended up there watching the game. Um, that's I was for sure reached my tipping point at the end of the game. So I was you know free free. Uh, I don't even know how to say it, but I was basically. Uh, free rolling for the rest of the night i should say whereas like you know whatever happens happens and yeah uh, like at this point like eric has left the building and so finally i leave this eskimo joe's place probably at like i don't know like one o'clock or something like that and and this guy i mean throughout the night too on saturday these guys would give me like for every two drinks i buy they give me a free one like just because i know my again kind of same background they know like my story i've been talking to them go back to my hotel expecting just to pass the fuck out you know i've had enough to drink it's late sure. i gotta, gotta wake up not too early my flight's not until like 12 or no i think it's two o'clock so i had time to kill and sleep yeah. in. And, and so as i go into my hotel um i even before, when i got to my hotel on friday i re, i saw that they had the kind of like a bar slash lounge area that wasn't filled or no one was sure, going yeah. in. i was talking to the concierge and they're like yeah we, we had it closed because you know we can't hire during this COVID time you know we had to let them off so no one uses the bar or that big lounge kind of conference area room if you will um, but as I go in, um, you know, on, on Saturday, I should say, I see like this, this big truck, this big catering car truck of Jersey Mike's that pulls up aside. I don't see them moving food in and out yet. And this is when I'm leaving for the game on Saturday. But when I get there on back on Saturday night, again, this is like around 1230, something like that, give or take, like I hear music and, you know, whenever, whenever I'm drunk, like I think most of us are, we kind of navigate to music, you know? Sure. And so I'm hearing music like bumped in or no, not even music. It was just more singing and with music in the background. And so I go in there and just, just totally awkwardly just walk in while everyone's doing their own thing. You know, I walk into these big two doors to the left of me is this huge setup of food and bottles of alcohol and beer and just whole setup. And then in front of me is like, it looks like kind of like, uh, you know, rows of chairs or rows of foldable chairs and then a stage in front, you know, kind of like a wedding setup, if you will. Uh, And there's people singing karaoke. And I'm like, what is going on in here? (laughs) And so I sit down, I talk to, I literally just awkwardly just minding my own business. I have no, I have no business being in this because I have no, who, who these people are. They probably all know each other and they just probably see this one like donk walk in and they're probably like who the hell is that guy luckily no one told me to f off but i sat down and i was just talking to one guy and i was just kind of casually i was like hey guy you know or hey man like what's going on what's your guys is like you know not deal but like what's uh what's the occasion for this and he was i I think i don't remember clearly but i think he's like some kind of church group or some kind of ministry group or maybe it wasn't even church related maybe it was some kind of like youth group or i don't even know but it was like people as young as like 25 upwards to like 60 and they're doing their rotations of singing. And it, you know, obviously it wasn't the best of singing and you could tell people been drinking and whatnot. And so as, as I was talking to a guy, you know, we were having a good conversation. I you know, introduced myself and told him my story. Not that I don't think he really cared. I'm probably, I didn't care at that point either. Um, he goes up to sing his, so I'm just sitting there by myself and I kind of look over my shoulder and there's this huge, this full spread of Jersey Mike subs just sitting there. <laughs> just go and like help yourself. <laughs> so I just kind of get up, turn around, just kind of slowly, like kind of, there's like an island of where the the booze is. And then along the walls is where the food is and the chips. And there's like yeah. three big catering boxes of just subs on subs. So I'm like, all right, 
I'm just going to see what I can do. I just get a plate. I put in like grab like three or four subs on my plate, fill myself a big silly cup of like some like rum and Coke, like do like half <laughs> or it might've been like, or it might've been like <laughs> Tito's and Sprite or something like that. No, I didn't walk out. I stayed in there. I just started eating on the table <laughs> and I just stuffed my face with like three and God forbid, I probably needed it for all I drank the night or during that night. Um, cause oh, it probably took the block, but I was still drinking heavy drinks as I was eating up there three or four subs and I was yeah, yeah. You know, going back for seconds and thirds. And then I was done. It was like, you know, two, two thirty. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to leave. Didn't say bye to anybody. <laughs> just yeah. <left. laughs> I mean, it sounds like a solid fucking weekend, dude. Yeah. So but like, I mean, all things considering like with, even with like them reduced tickets and stuff like that, it seemed like you were able to, I don't know, have like a solid, solid time. Yeah, I mean, like I said, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it, it was, you know, obviously you have the tailgating scene, which sucks for any kind of sporting event because that's usually like 70% of the fun or the experience, I should say. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you make the best of it. You know, you hang out in the downtown area. And luckily that's like, it's so much clo- compared to tech. You know, if you work from the main strip from tech to walk to Lane Stadium, that's still a good 15, 20 minute walk. Here, uh, like, you know, it was maybe a three minute walk. It, it, it's so close. Um, oh, wow. So it worked out, and uh, the, the the guy who I met who offered me the decks, uh, his deck, his private deck on uh, during the tailgate or at his store, he somehow I, maybe I gave him my number, but like on Sunday he's like, "Hey man, did you have a good time?" I was like, "Fuck yeah, of course I did." He's like, "Hey man, anytime you're back in town, you're always welcome to hang out." I was like, "Fuck yeah, Damn, all right, fuck." So anytime yeah, we want to go to Oklahoma State, I'm your yeah, boy. I'll, I'll I got say, the like, I mean, <laughs> I, I might be down to go. It is really fun. It is really fun, yeah. Um, but I'm sure, like a lot of other college students, they have there. Yeah. So. But I guess on to football now. You know, we, you know, we've had a nice, a nice two weeks uh, of football since I think since our last episode, right? We had week three and then week four. Um, obviously, week three, we're not. You know, we, it's in the past. You know, I put the picks up. I think we did fairly all right. Um, but week four, uh, everything, kind of just looking at the lineup, everything kind of went, you know, as expected. I think a lot of upsets. Cleveland smacked on Dallas, put up 49 points. Um, Dallas' defense, dude, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure as any, any fantasy owner, I'd probably drop them. Yeah, I mean, like, you have your main linebacker out in Sean Lee, and then even you have Vanderesh, he's out. Well, I'm setting myself up for to be a hypocrite and be a dumbass because I picked them up when they're playing the yeah, Giants. Yeah, I saw that too. So, I, I mean, then again, like it in is. our league, because there's no price to pay for the waiver, like, I mean, you might as well just literally maybe, cycle you know, your defense based on that. Maybe matchup. they have uh, – maybe – I'm going to play the do theory. They're, they're, they're due to have a good game on the defensive side. Like sure. they, have, they have to against at least the yeah, Giants. I agree. They are pathetic. Um. And yeah, and I mean, the rest kind of seemed pretty well. Tom Brady went off with five touchdowns. Uh, I mean, Baltimore did their thing against Washington. Eagles somehow squeaked out a victory uh, against San Francisco. Um, Buffalo, dude, is the real fucking deal. Um, New England or Kansas City had uh, had some issues with New England, but still, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, and um I don't know if you saw that Atlanta Green Bay game on Monday night as well, but dude, Aaron Rodgers, man, he's he's really making a stand for uh, for MVP. It's going to be kind of hard not to vote for him. I mean, they are 
they were firing on all cylinders. Not to mention, I mean, granted, it was an Atlanta team, but like, I mean, they did this without uh, Devonte Adams as well, and, but, uh, and Lazard as well, and Lazard. Right, so you get both of them back. I completely, completely forgot that along with Aaron Jones, they had Jamal Williams as well in the backfield. He's a has-been, but he's like a serviceable like back, right? Like you can oh, have sure. like, I mean, they had a lot of plays and a lot of snaps where, you know, they had both of them in the backfield. They, and you know, it kind of draws the line. I was back just saying, he's no, he's no Kareem up to Nick Chubb. No. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, it was, it was a great week. Um, moving on into kind of week five. I know we didn't post a picks for last week, so we'll have one missing week this year, but um, I think we're pretty close to 500. I just have to update our Instagram and kind of see how that's going. But on to this week's, um, a lot of good, you know, games. We're, we're, we're kind of getting into it. Um, you know, obviously I'm not going to touch up on the news. Maybe we'll do it maybe at the very end of, you know, a lot of game postponements due to COVID and, you know, just how I was making an article just about like, you know, is COVID sooner or later going to catch up to a lot of these teams that are traveling and we start getting into like the colder months and shit like that. But that aside, I mean, I guess to before I ask you for your, like, you know, I give you one of my big picks, um, a big injury sort of update that actually came in today, which actually could, you know, shift one of my picks, but um, Chris Godwin, LaShawn McCoy and, Watson, Justin Watson are out tomorrow for the Tampa Bay and Mike Evans is and Leonard Fournette are both doubtful as well. So they also have OJ Howard who's probably out for I think he might be done for the season or at least six to eight weeks. He he did some, I think Achilles or something with his foot. Yeah. So it's like I don't know who's gonna be playing offense for Tampa Bay. Um and looking at the betting lines right now, Chicago is a three and a half dog. To Tampa Bay, I mean, granted, Chicago isn't playing well. I mean, they just brought in Big Dick Nick. He did his thing and kind of staged a comeback victory. But three and a half points against a team that really doesn't have anyone else left on offense. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears sort of squeaked this out, right? I don't think Mitch Trubisky is going to be playing another snap. Uh, who knows? Maybe, like, they might give it a shot. But I think Chicago should ride hot with Nick Foles and kind of just see where it goes. But... You know, maybe as far as you, um, what would be, I guess, I won't give you, I'm, you know what, let me just go ahead and kick it off with my pick. Looking at, I think, as my dog, I'd probably take Chicago three and a half against Tampa Bay. Um, like, for all the things I said, um, and, you know, with Tampa Bay traveling to Chicago, Chicago just tends to do better at home. Is You know, we are kind of getting into early October where it is going to be kind of fairly cold there. Sure. Brady's used to it, but you know, a lot of players on Tampa Bay probably aren't used to kind of playing in that cold. So yeah, I mean, with, with all the injuries that racked up for Tampa Bay, I really don't know what their game plan is going to be uh, for Bruce Arians and good old TB 12. But um, yeah, I'm going to trust the, uh, the only quarterback or the quarterback that beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Um, so yeah, go ahead and give me Chicago Bears plus three and a half. Yeah, that'd be, my, that'd be uh, underdog tough. pick. Yeah, it's just because they, you know, Tampa Bay was firing on all cylinders last week. But yeah, Mike Evans is out, OJ Howard's out, Gronk has been a um, ghost for pretty much. Yeah, Godwin's you know, out. 
Is Godwin out too? Yeah, Godwin's out. God damn. Maybe I should start Gronk. Honestly. Honestly, a lot. I, I saw a lot of people pick up Cameron Bray. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's probably, probably gonna not get, a bad option. Yeah, right? He's going to get all the touches. Uh, or, sorry, not touches, all the targets. And then who sits behind Fournette? Was it like Ronald Jones? Well, Ronald Jones starts and Fournette's the backup for now. At yeah, least. yeah. So um, I mean, it should be interesting. But yeah, that's, I mean, that three and a half, I mean, I'll take it, right? I mean, sure, it's like a field goal, but um, I will, I will definitely take a, uh, take a close, either a close win by Tampa Bay or Chicago, which somehow pulls us out at home. But who all right, well, uh, so my first pick, um, the, the one of the two favorites. Uh, I really know insightful insight into this. I just think it's kind of a low of a number. This they're they're two good teams. I just don't think. Um, uh, this number is right, and maybe it is. Who knows? No one knows. But I'm taking Kansas City uh, with a um, three and a half on my end. So uh, Kansas City giving up three and a half points to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is a good team. You know they're, they're good defense. Josh Allen's playing extremely well. You know Stephon Diggs has kind of uh, kind of sparked that offense. Finally, giving him a number one receiver. But I still think Kansas City is cream of the crop. I know you know, defense or I'm sorry, the uh, New England defense kind of slowed them down. Kansas City, that is uh, this past uh, week or Monday. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think maybe, maybe Bill Belichick's and, in, in, uh, you know, the, their heads or something like that. But um, you, you mean, Kansas oh, City's I'm sorry. Vegas, I'm right? sorry. I'm sorry. You know, what's funny is I was looking at a game right after, which is because the, they're playing Thursday. So it's like the first game next week. Oh, so that's gotcha. my fault. Uh, yeah. That's all right. So let's just disregard everything, everything uh, you just said. said. <laughs> all right. So this is okay. Well, I'll do this. So um, Washington just benched, uh, you know, Dwayne Haskins, Haskins. playing in the LA Rams. Um, not to know, not really sure what to expect of Kyle Allen. You know, obviously started eight games last year for Rivera when he was still at Carolina. Looked good beginning. Looked like absolute garbage for the last three or four games. Um, offensive line is an absolute joke for Washington, you know, Rams with, uh, uh, what's his name? The absolute least defensive tackle, uh, for the Rams, Aaron Donald. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he's just, uh, oh my God, he's just going to just roll right through our offensive line. It's so bad. So, uh, they're laying seven and a half, seven and a half points. Um, I don't, uh, see Washington making those close whatsoever. Uh, even with Kyle Allen, uh, he could surprise me. Uh, uh, but I mean, you could have, uh, honestly, you could have, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers behind this offensive line. But with with our talent on the outside or lack thereof, and our offensive line, how putrid yeah. it is, um, I don't think you're doing much. I don't really care who's at the helm at quarterback. So give me Rams at uh, lane seven and a half points. I, I would be very curious to see what the prop bet would be like for that game to see what. Uh, how many sacks Aaron Donald gets that game? I, I think he's gonna have a field day. Um, Probably, I mean, like, my guess would be like two and a half, maybe two. Yeah, I, I mean, he's just gonna be—it's it, gonna be interesting. And you know, I was, you know, reading up more on you know them benching Dwayne Haskins, and I don't know, like a lot of people had you know their thoughts on whether or not they should have or shouldn't have. But I mean, you guys did draft him in the first round. Like, I wouldn't kind of give up on him that easily but i mean we'll see right we'll see what uh we'll see what you know kyle allen can do and you know if if that connection that he had with ron rivera back in carolina 
um, kind of reaps any benefit. But kind of using that as my segue, uh, Falcons are a point and a half favorite at home against the Carolina Panthers. And I'm definitely going to be taking that. Um, Matt Ryan, the Falcons are a completely different team playing at home in a dome type stadium. Uh, I know they just kind of came off a bad sort of beat um, against the Green Bay Packers. Um, I know that Julio wasn't practicing the other day, but I think that they should be, uh, you know, probably giving him rest, enough rest to kind of have him come back. Um, But I just think take even Julio out of the equation, I think with – the rise of Russell Gage, uh, even Calvin Ridley now really cementing himself. Um, you got Todd Gurley in the backfield as well. Um, I, I mean, Atlanta was moving the ball against Phil- and, uh, against Green Bay. You know, they're running the no-huddle offense or moving the ball down the field, um, and they're getting large chunk plays. And I really don't see, at least on Carolina's side, especially with, you know, Christian McCaffrey being out and, you know, defense, nothing really great to write home about for a point and a half, which – Really, to me, just telling them that Vegas thinks it's a pick them in neutral field. Um, I, I mean, even in neutral field, I, I would take uh, the Atlanta Falcons over Panthers any day. So I'll go ahead and take that point and a half spread. Uh, give me the Falcons for point and a half as my second pick. Eric, want to want to round us off with, with your second? Yeah. Um... You know, I was looking at this. There's a lot of like. Like I could make a lot of bets for the underdogs. Like there's a lot of high bet underdogs here. Yeah, too. that's like, what I'm noticing too. Like there's Raiders, a- or sorry, Jacks. Uh, not where I'm, where I'm like lost for that. Yeah, Raiders are thirteen and a half against Kansas City. I mean, Bengals are twelve and a half against the. Okay, Bengals. Against that Ravens. Is like, that's why I got confused because that spread is not even on my list here on Bovada. Maybe they took that off because too many people were betting on that, or they weren't sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, Dolphins are plus eight and a half against San Francisco. Like, if Jimmy G's still out, like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, even that, even Chargers are plus eight and a half against against the Saints. I mean, yeah, the Saints are good, but uh, I mean, Herbert is. I mean, he's making a name for himself. Um, yeah. Speaking of speaking of backups, dude, uh, did you see the drive that uh, what's his name, C.J. Beathard, put together against the Eagles? Uh, uh last sunday like so they, they took out nick mullins because he was he was shit in the bed he just threw like a pick six so they put in cj bethard this dude it's marches rude. down yeah. the field in like a minute 40 and scores yeah you know given given philly was probably more in a prevent which i absolutely true yeah yeah i mean yeah they were i mean they were sitting like i mean they were only yeah, rushing four sitting at, seven back everyone like, in their wives was probably saying why why didn't he play why didn't you know he start true so, true but like i mean i i was i was telling uh you know I was, I was thinking about this like could you just imagine that if you're like a backup qb you know take nick mullins right and you just see a third string right a rookie for that matter just start marching it down the field with the offense and he's like well fuck i mean like i only got this job because you know our main qb was injured but if he keeps this up then like i'm out of a job too Mm-hmm. yeah um but sorry to sorry to sidetrack but uh yeah so who are you taking uh yeah so I'll, i'm gonna um you know i think this team is just rolling uh they're up their defense is not so great from last year but um uh, I, I i'm taking the seahawks minus the seven i'm you know kirk cousins been you know either really bad or just average um, it seems like, you know, if you, you stop the run game with, uh, the Vikings with Dalvin cook, then, you know, they, 
haven't had much, especially with losing Stefan Diggs. They haven't had too much of a uh, down, downfield threat, even though Justin Jefferson has uh, kind of picked up the uh, slack that Diggs, or Diggs left off. Um, but I don't trust, uh, you know, especially in a shootout. Seattle scores a lot of points. I don't see uh, Kirk Cousins keeping up. Um, so I'm going to take the Seahawks uh, covering the seven points against the Vikings. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'll that, probably get backdoored actually, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, to, to talk about like another another QB that's really kind of putting on an MVP resume. Um, I mean, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook, Russell Wilson has been firing on all cylinders. And, and honestly, I mean, if you if you look at his play style, it really does seem like. I mean, take a look at you know, I'm going to put him in the same bucket as um, what's the name? Aaron Rodgers. It seems that both Pete Carroll and LaFleur respectively have sort of let their QBs kind of run the team, you know, end zone to end zone, right? Like sure. They're calling the plays and stuff, but I think that they're giving a little bit more freedom to the QBs to kind of check down at the line, you know, call an audible, make switches based on kind of what they're seeing at the defense. And, you know, I, it's, you know, it's reaping benefit for both teams, right? Uh, I mean, a lot of people say that Aaron Rodgers is only playing at this level because he's got a chip on his shoulder for them, you know, sort of drafting a QB, uh, Jordan Love, in what, I think it was like the first or second round, something like that. Um, and then, yeah, and then same thing for Russell Westbrook, right? I think they're just kind of letting Russell Westbrook extend some plays on his feet and kind of really just, Look he down might be receivers. the best deep ball passer. I, I've never oh, seen. Dude, I've it's never unreal, seen man. Him, like drop some of these these balls just in the bread baskets to all the receivers, mainly to DK Metcalf. But uh, yeah, yeah, and talk about a receiver that made like a massive leap, right? I mean, DK Metcalf. Yeah, coming in as a rookie last year, you know, a lot of people kind of hated on his like three cone drill. They're like, ah, he's only That's like a, a typical he's route runner. Rounder. I wish the Redskins took him, but yeah, yeah fucking but... stupid combine. People just shit on it. Yeah. Like so, second guess, but yeah. Yeah, I mean if if that's one example of how talent in the combine doesn't necessarily always translate to in the league, DK Metcalf is like a perfect example, right? Yeah, I mean you sure. don't play combine, you play football. And it's so it's so retarded. Yeah. But kind of rounding it off for my third pick, right? So, you know, I I would wanna take the uh take the skins as well but i just saw this line which i think might be a little interesting and i think this is coming off of a a bit of an overreaction to the last week's game um colts are only a point and a half favorite against the browns um i i think i'm not going to take away anything from the browns they they put up a spectacular game against Dallas um OBJ still showed why he's a top tier receiver um but I just think that when they come up against the I think this line is a bit of an overreaction like I wouldn't be surprised if this was a you know prior to the game if we looked at like week two what the line for this game would have been I think this would probably have been at least like a three and a half or even like a four and a half spread um but I think the matchup really to watch here is Indianapolis's O-line, specifically probably Quentin Nelson. They'll probably shift him over to the side where Miles Garrett is playing. Um, I think that's going to be an interesting matchup to watch. Uh, Colts, especially with Rivers, um, they're probably going to start, you know, try to stick to the run, try to run it down the Browns' throat. Um, but we'll see. I, I mean, this is 
a close enough line for me. Um, it's a little risky as I'm already taking a bit of a risk with Bears trying to cover three and a half. But uh, I, I kind of like this. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a good matchup. You know, a little bit of the fantasy in me really hopes that Jonathan Taylor goes off for like, I don't know, like a, you know, 113, 114 yards and maybe like two TDs or some shit like that. Um, but yeah, you know what? L- let's let's get a little risky. We're almost uh, a third of the way through uh, through the season. So yeah, go ahead and give me the Colts minus one and a half as my uh, last pick of, uh, of week five. Yeah, so I think I'm going to go with your, uh, your your team. Uh, Philadelphia getting seven points against Let's Pittsburgh. Um, I think Pittsburgh is still going to win. I think they're the better team. Obviously, I think no one would disagree with that. But Pittsburgh is coming off a unconventional bye week with COVID, how it had to be um, last week they didn't play. Um, so they kind of had a bye week, which they weren't expecting to. Big Ben and his offense were getting in a groove, and so they have kind of a weird stoppage. And kind of like, you know, I think that could, you know, kind of take them out of their funk a little bit. Um, but, you know, that then again, they also have extra rest. So maybe if they are hurting, they, they could get back being healthy. But I, I just think Philly has too much talent on the defensive side of things. And they have enough weapons on the offensive side of things where I don't know if any I mean, of the I receivers hope, are coming back. But I just don't see this being I, – I, or I should say I see this being a closer game than, you know, the so-called experts think. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I, made, a, we, I made a bet with, with one of our friends in our group chat, but I, I can definitely see this being either, you know, Big Ben, James Conner, Juju, and the rest of the Steelers sort of just steamroll and just kind of blow us out, or I see this being a little bit of a closer game. But I do agree as well that – I mean, if the O-line played like they did against the Chargers where they held Aaron Donald to zero sacks, and then if the defense plays like they did against the 49ers, um, I, I, you know, really kind of shut down the run, um, I, I do see this being a little bit of a closer game. And, you know, who knows? If we do get some of our receivers back and, um, you know, we can at least get some sort of talent on the outside, you know, maybe the – the Wentz and Ertz connection kind of heats up again. And, you know, Dallas Goddard comes back in, you know, who knows, maybe this might be a, uh, a different game. And like you said, yeah, it, it could be a little bit closer. It could come down to maybe like a field goal or something like that in garbage time where um, it, it kind of covers that seven points. But um, yeah, dude, I mean, th- that kind of rounds it out for us as uh as far of NFL. Um We've got a big game this weekend as well, as far as college football. I mean, I know we we kind of talk about this in our in our group chats during game time and stuff like that, but hopefully some looking, huge games. Yeah, dude. Ho- I mean, aside from the big, you know, before we kind of get into the the schedule, but like Hokies aren't looking too bad. You know, you know, Hendon Hooker, or not Hendon Hooker, uh, Burmeister is nothing um nothing to write home about. But like I, I mean, I texted out deceptively fast. Didn't know the boy could run, but um. Our run game, man. I mean, we've got some two very solid, and I think you said this as well, like very patient backs, right? Wait for the it's, play to develop. It's really, all look for the, the hole. offensive line. Uh, honestly, you could have you could put Anne Frank and Helen Keller at, at running back, you know, and they'll probably do very well if you have a great offensive line. No offensive line. I don't care how patient they are. I don't care how much vision or speed they have. You have to have a good. You got to have the big nasties and the big uglies up front playing well, and that's what they have. And it's. 
given it's only two teams, they weren't world beaters who we played, but you know, you got to take what's what from what you've seen and yeah. they are popping huge holes for a run. Oh, yeah. I mean, it really just comes out. You just got to, I mean, especially in a, in a time like this right now, like, I mean, you just got to beat who's on your schedule. Right. Right. I mean, th- th- there's no, there's no kind of, oh man, like, you know, obviously tech didn't beat a, an LSU or like a Clemson, but I mean, the time will come, but as of right now, like just beat who's on your schedule, beat them convincingly. And then, you know, just we'll move on to the next one, but kind of going on to the schedule. I mean, we've got a hell of a matchup. Um, pretty much yep. at every time slot. I mean, yep, at the 12 probably. o'clock, you got Florida versus Texas A&M. Um, we're going up against number eight, North Carolina. You got the good old Red River shootout, Texas, Oklahoma. Um, and then you, I mean, that's, that's just the noon games. Like those are like the noticeable noon games, right? I mean, then you break it down into the three o'clock slate. You got Tennessee versus Georgia. You got, Another shootout, Texas Tech against Iowa State, who's coming off a big win, uh, right? Yeah, Iowa yep. State. Yep. Yeah, they're coming off a big win. Um, yeah, they beat Oklahoma. You got Alabama, Ole Miss later, later. And then, obviously, I think primetime game, everyone's going to be keeping an eye on Miami versus Clemson. Curious to see what the line is for this game. Wow, minus 14. I think I would take this point. I, I think I would. I, like I said, Miami's always need a quarterback to be so-called back. They're not back, but um, that's what they've lacked since Ken Dorsey in 2001. They've never had a quarterback since him. Um, now they have this guy, totally different type of quarterback, but the quarterbacks have evolved in 20 years with being yeah. you know, Michael Vick pretty much transformed all these guys who want to play quarterback and be the dual threat. Now that's, that's what Miami have in, in De'Eric King. Um 14 points is a lot of points, so we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, that could uh, that's definitely, I think, one that everyone is tuning into. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny to say also, Vegas has a 70, 72% of the bets are coming in at uh, it's, are coming in at Clemson covering against Miami. Another, another good one, this may be, and not just because it's Alabama, but Alabama at Ole Miss. Uh, yeah. Ole Miss is actually pretty good with Lane Kiffin as the head coach for Ole Miss, former offensive coordinator at Alabama. So you have kind of an interesting story point there. Um, but, yeah, that could be an interesting game, see how that turns out. I think they have fans at Ole Miss, so you have some kind of a real feel to it. You know, watching some of these games on TV is, is kind of hurting when there's no uh, – fans in the area but yeah. it is what it is i guess yeah i mean like, i know a lot of stadiums are like pumping in noise and stuff like that which is i mean on tv that's fine yeah but, oh, oh but if you're yeah. there in person or i guess you're not in person but yeah i guess like but even still yeah, like, you, like hear, a, you hear noise when you're watching on tv and then you see nobody in the stands you're like what the fuck i mean it is what it is you gotta adapt um but yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, great, great weekend of football. I think coming up, I, I was actually like, I actually had a golf tee time like in the afternoon that would have collided with this tech game, and I was like, oh, no, I gotta push it back. So gonna be like golfing in the morning, and then definitely we'll be back for uh, for this. And that, the good thing about it too, like, there's no other game on ABC at that time slot, so like, I'll definitely get it up here as well. Um, but. I did not know that you know North Carolina was ranked eight, but uh, a nice win over a top ten team, I think, will be. I mean, if they beat us or not, I think they're overranked, regardless. Um, yeah, I mean, what? I mean, we're getting five points. Uh, I mean, Sam Howell's nothing, nothing. To, I mean, both of our QBs are nothing to 
to write home about. I mean, neither of our teams are really anything to write home about. It would just all depend on, you know, who's eligible to play because of COVID. You know, last game we were depleted. Apparently we're getting some guys back with some coaches. Apparently they have some people in their secondary are not playing because of COVID. One guy's ineligible. Another guy went to the transfer portal. So it all comes down to who can play, who can't. And then how can you take advantage of that? Correct, correct. But, yeah, dude, uh, I think that kind of wraps up this week's episode a little bit longer than, than we normally do. But, uh, you know, had a nice good story about your your visit to the uh, good old pokies. Um, but, yeah, definitely want to maybe hopefully as as things start clearing up with like COVID and flights and shit like that, might want to definitely take you up on that offer and just go visit Oklahoma State just for shits and giggles. Try to catch you. So fun. There. But as always, Eric, it's been a pleasure, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.